What's going on, folks? Welcome to another episode of the Brother Dialogues. This week, we talk about our new favorite word, wesh. It's French for dope. Uh, we also talk about how many connections one can get between L.A. and D.C. The grand total is 37. And we also talk about the real horror in the movie Get Out is about introducing your parents to your significant other. Shit's very scary. And we have a special guest this week, Charlotte. Stay tuned, folks. You're with the brothers. Welcome to the Brother Dialogues. Uh, with Cam and Gabe. I'm excited. You better buckle up. Welcome to another episode of the Brother Dialogues, episode 35. That's us. I'm still Gabe. I'm still Cam. And we got a, a guest. Give it up for Charlotte. I'm honored. As you should be. <laughs> You're not. It's an exciting episode. We're turning a corner, episode 35. We got new theme music. We do. Brought to you by yours truly. Another guest appearance by DJ Soul Bossanova. Came out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, he came out of. And, and he's like, you know what? You guys us. need to not get sued. So let me. Yeah, yeah. We, we ran into <laughs> small legal trouble. <laughs> did Very, you really? Yeah, yes, yeah. They did. they contacted <laughs> DJ Solbasanova because he he's got the connects in the streets, right? And okay. uh, and then he they promptly sent us a message as well. And uh, he conference called us and he was like, niggas, niggas. Let's uh, <laughs> let's let's get better at this. We we might be blowing up soon. Let's cover our bases, dot our eyes, cross our T's. I like the other one, though. Oh, we all do. I, I'm really okay. Rest, <laughs> rest in peace. But I also right, like this new one. Uh, it, you, you you said it sounded like a, a detective theme song. It does. It might be the black version of True Detective. That's us. That is us. <laughs> exactly. If, I, if that's what, one thing I aspire to be. Are you Woody Harrelson it. or Matthew McConaughey? Matthew McConaughey. Okay. I want to be the weird one. I'll be Woody Harrelson. <laughs> Woody, Woody did a good job. He's got his own problems. He's a career cop. <laughs> he got benefits. He retired nice. He also almost died. What do you hear? Sure. <laughs> sure. Real um, life and the character. Accurate. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, 35 episodes. Look at us. Look at us. I feel special because it's an even number. It's not even, it's odd. Never mind. No, you tried. Oh, you tried. You really did. You <laughs> tried. I feel like 35 is better than 34 or 36, right? Yeah, sure. There we go. I don't know why, but it's okay. It's divisible by five. <laughs> well, go that's that. what our, what's that, what our, what our, our benchmark is? Well, in cities, they never do 34th anniversary. They're always like, this is the 35th anniversary, right? That's fair. I'm usually, I usually other? hear about 25 and 50, but, you know, 35 <laughs> is also a thing. I've heard 35. Yeah? Thanks. Time okay. to time. I like time. Time to time. <laughs> Marriages mostly, which this is kind of is, a union. This is a union. A bond. Uh, we got stories. Yes. That music hasn't changed. <laughs> and probably TM copyright, that is ours. <laughs> it's time for Cam's Weird Ass News. I don't know if it's mine, it's, it's more ours. Just as a collective. Whoosh, indeed. Whoosh, <laughs> <laughs> indeed. Whoosh, whoosh. In French, they say wesh is cool. It's kind of like wesh. <laughs> wesh. wesh. I love it. Oh, that's wesh. so wesh, dog. Wesh. Yeah. Wesh, like wesh means cool. 
Wesh means cool. Yo, you're so Wesh, dog. Yeah, exactly. Yo, what the Wesh? Okay. Wesh. Yo, that's Wesh. I like Wesh. Wesh is good. Um, it might be incorporated. No, Feels I like good. it. Right 2017, it. Wench. <laughs> wesh. Wench and Don't Wesh. Say wench. Yeah, no, Wench is coming back. What, don't act wench, like a wench. Doesn't wench mean like witch? Yeah, yeah. bitch or whatever. Okay. But like, I don't want to. You know, you're not trying to call these people bad names, so you could try to call them wenches. Yeah, that's what my dad calls me actually. <laughs> Your dad calls you a wench. Shots fired. He actually call, he calls me that when I'm being an asshole. And are we allowed to swear? Yeah. Oh, okay. When I'm being an asshole. <laughs> He's been doing it. <laughs> <Have> you, <laughs> I I don't hear it. I only hear it when I swear. I don't hear when other people swear. I tune it out. <laughs> he I, calls you. A, he calls you a wench. He called me a wench. That's called me a lot of other things too. I don't want to talk about it. This is not a psychology. We're not trying to psychoanalyze. This I'm too therapy, tired for that. I know. <clears throat> Actually, we didn't even hashtag really goals. properly introduce Charlotte. Yeah. At all. Oh yeah. We just jumped to stories. I'm so let's backtrack because we're friends with Charlotte. I've, That's oh, true. I, I feel like everyone's friends with Charlotte. This is real. All right. I don't have many friends. Jesus Christ! I swear to God, if you con us into getting a free therapy session out of this, I'm gonna. <laughs> well, I don't have any friends here. We're both in the room. Except aside from you guys. Sorry, I should have said that. Sorry. Nice and deep. Damn. <laughs> yeah, it goes it goes beyond. The, yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. Sorry. You're gonna be okay. I'm okay. okay. <laughs> Take a deep breath. We'll reset. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's good. All right. <clears throat> so Charlotte. Hey. What's your name? What's your sign? <clears throat> what you doing in your life? Uh, name is Charlotte. Okay. As you just said. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't really do much other than go to school. That's all I do. What are you going to school for? Mm? What are you going to school for? Poli sci. Okay. Yeah, that's it. That's all I really do, pretty much. I used to have more hobbies, but then they just kind of dwindled away. What were what were the other ho- <laughs> what were the other hobbies? Well, I used to play sports, but then I got injured a bunch, so I don't do anything Your else. Your sport was volleyball. volleyball. But then I blew up both my knees, like entirely destroyed them two surgeries oh no yeah so now it's like actually that's kind of interesting because i find athletes when they like get injured they don't really have an identity Mm -hmm. so like that's kind of hard but afterwards okay this is too much of a therapy session yeah you just no i like that though you keep tiptoeing yourself back into it and you're like i'm not gonna go there and we're back (laughs) yeah uh, do you feel like you've done anything else in, in the in-between to kind of fill the sporty vo- void? I'm struggling with that, too. I, I feel that in my heart. The calf. Uh-huh. You hurt your calf. <laughs> I keep bringing up the calf. Like, it was just said in passing. Uh, I don't know. Like, I feel like you try and, like, find other hobbies, but then it doesn't feel as, like, authentic because you didn't do it as, like, when you were young. Mm-hmm. Like, when, when you started. Like, when I started my sports, I was, like, 10 but I didn't start anything else. So like when you like try and revisit all of like other hobbies that people do, it doesn't feel as like, you kind of feel like a fraud. It feels non-authentic. It mm. doesn't feel as authentic because you haven't had like as much experience as most people have had in that hobby mm-hmm. by by this age. So you feel like you want to be good at your I hobby. Wanna, I want to be good at a hobby. I don't want to just like, yeah, I don't know. It's I, not a I hobby don't want to start something um, or start and do really well. If You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Do you have anything in mind? Um, <laughs> Take your time. I guess music. <laughs> music is like, I feel like a cliche mm-hmm. one, but I played violin as a kid. Oh. But then I stopped for sports. Because you can't be mixing business and pleasure. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, enough about me. Okay. Probably <laughs> you ended this segment. She's like, I want to be a guest on your podcast. I want to be a guest on your podcast. Shows up. I don't want to talk, about, talk about me, me. anymore. <laughs> Too much. Said. I didn't know this would be about hey. me. That's the whole point. I got invited. 
That's why it's an honor. <laughs> yeah, invited. Yeah, let's say that. That's a word that we could use. <laughs> it's true to it, a point. <laughs> Somewhat. It is the point. The point? The point is, yeah. Okay. Wesh. <laughs> <laughs> we will wesh back to wesh. back to our new cool segment. off. Um, I think we're... Do, do, do. We usually travel from time to time mm-hmm. with these stories. They're all in the States this okay, week. Okay, USA. Um, USA. Meek Mill. Meek! Is this nigga still taking L's? Really, nigga? So he We is. always say put your phone on silent. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> we always <laughs> say that. <laughs> 35 episodes deep plus lost tapes, and you still have your phone on loud. It was one time. And you're, and you're checking your messages right now, dude? No, I'm not. Yeah, it's because you'd laugh at who it who was. Anyway, uh, it's probably my message. Meek Meek Mill is in the uh, the news, huh? You're you're not whispering. <laughs> <laughs> you can't whisper. You're not on like it's into a mic. Yeah. <laughs> is it who I think it is? <laughs> no. Uh, anyway. Meek Mill. <laughs> Meek Mill. Um, Made a homeless man do push-ups for twenty dollars. What? <laughs> for twenty push-ups or? <laughs> like, she's like, she's like, I'm okay with the twenty dollars. How many push-ups did he do? That was actually the perfect question. No, so, the okay, perfect so question this is, is why is he like trying to make context to this? Why is he trying to make other people take L's when he has taken the okay, L's? So he he did this Instagram live video, um, because there's a man panhandling in the street. Mm-hmm. Meek rolls up with his with his crew, and the man asks uh, Meek and the crew for money. In response, he said, "Give me ten push-ups, and I'll give you twenty dollars right now. We ain't giving out no free money." It's kind of an ass. That's not Wesh. <laughs> That's not Wesh. That's the not guy's in like his fifties, sixties. <clears throat> is doing the ten push-ups fine? Mm. He's well on his way, and they're like, "Keep going." So they made him do twenty. That's not cool. So they better give him $40. No, they gave him $20. No, they gave him 20 He got taking this. But you know what? That's fucked up because he's going to have to use that $20 to replenish all of the calories he spent in doing those push-ups. He's going to be back at, like, ground zero again. <laughs> ground zero. Stop it. Stop this. <laughs> he didn't get anything. <coughs> lunch, is now, lunch is now, like, 20 bucks. That is ridiculous. That's actually ridiculous. Especially if it was, like, in L.A. or wherever it was. I don't know. I mean, you can get a. I mean, beside him, happy meal, wasting his couple, his calories. I just like Meek. You're not (laughs) a like you you can't be a shitty person on top of taking every L in the book. Well, he's like the L's moved to Nikki, so I'm free. (laughs) Just by turns out, no, he's not. No, he is not. not Actually, though, like fuck him. Why did they? Did they break up or what happened? They broke up and then. And then what happened? And then I guess she got dissed by Remy Ma. Mm-hmm. That was the natural progression. Break that up, was... get dissed by somebody. Basically. <laughs> She's like, now's my time. Yeah, <laughs> to attack. <laughs> She's vulnerable. That's unfortunate. I fucking hate Meek Mill. Yeah. Although yeah. Rico is a very fire track. <laughs> it's true. That album the one with Lanes? It's decent. a very fire album. It's actually decent. Or Lana's. What is it? Lane's Lana's. I don't know. What? Never uh-huh. mind. What? Never mind. What? <clears throat> no, no, you, you don't get to no, no, never no. mind. Rico, is Rico going with Meek Mill and... No. Drake. Drake. Oh, never mind. No, wrong one. Okay. Yeah. You tried. No, I tried. It was, it was a valiant attempt. <laughs> 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 a valiant effort. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, fuck me. Next story. I'm so I'm so <laughs> yeah, over. I'm done. I'm so <laughs> over meek. I'm done. Like, you can't be you can't be wrong and strong meek's at the same so time, meek. my guy. He's not, I was like meek so meek, but he's actually not meek. Meek so meek. meek. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Why are you just staring at her like that? What? That was terrible. <laughs> um. Meek so meek. Uh, <laughs> next, um, Demi Lovato. She's, she's so she's, she's so hot. fine. She is fine. That was, that was simultaneous. She's yeah. fine. I'm gonna regret saying that, aren't I? Uh, yeah. <laughs> ah, shit. <laughs> so aside from being yes. attractive for you too, yeah. uh, she's also done like a lot of like during campaigns and activist stuff, body yeah. image mm. issues and she's uh, bipolar. Like the, I, the I'm every woman campaign, mental illness kind mm. of stuff. I'm uh, every woman. It's all He's having a moment. I just let him sing. Anything you want to Okay. Yeah, we're so back Mikko. from the commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, Miss Camp Rock herself uh, Camp Rock got uh, dragged a little bit by Twitter in response to some recent tweets. Uh, so she'd done this DNA test and found out that she's mainly Spanish, uh, Native American, Scandinavian in all caps, I don't know why that's Scandinavian <laughs> Irish <Who's> white bitch <laughs> <laughs> Irish British and then a separate tweet that said and I'm 1% African oh <clears throat> in the sense that everybody's African that's what that 1% means the first the first like reply I saw was LMAO not sunny with a chance <laughs> <laughs> oh no so just flooded, flooded with responses. Oh, Black Twitter came out ripping on her. Came out swinging. Done. I just, feel like if it wasn't in a separate tweet of its own, it wouldn't have that same effect. You know? I feel like at least it wasn't a caps lock. That's all I'm saying. Exactly. <clears throat> yeah. She was like, "I'm Scandinavian and one percent African." <laughs> also, I think isn't that like an like an issue when people try and like make pan Africa like that whole. Mm -hmm. Idea so, but yep. that's problem with the DNA testing though is that maybe it only did just say, I don't know, maybe it was more specific. Well, like, she she posted a picture of the actual like result and it breaks it down by like region. Thing. Yeah. Well, okay. The problem with <clears throat> that is, I know Ancestry.com kind of preys on people. Like you want to know more, you're going to be cultured without even leaving your living room. You're mm -hmm. going to learn so much more about yourself, but it doesn't change I anything. One. I did one. Did you? Yeah. You one percent African too? Nope. <laughs> good. Good. Good answer. Good even if answer. you were. Good answer. Because <laughs> uh, no. then they were like um, citing like researchers in Sweden have done like various studies and that uh, people have all descended from like one ancestral group that lived in Africa. Mm -hmm. It was like 170,000 years ago. And it just made me think, I'm like, there's one OG family. I'm like, that's great. <laughs> there's one, you know I'm trying to... <laughs> there's a great uh, Discovery Channel documentary mm. on the mother of Africa. They call it Mom, Mom Africa. A very great term. And it's on a genetic code marker on something on your, on everybody's DNA, mm -hmm. whatever, that traces back to one family, but like one person. It has to be like mm. one person. That's everybody's common ancestor. The Grammy family. <laughs> essentially essentially yes Brady Bunch wow. <laughs> family matters 
Carl. <laughs> uh, yeah, which is crazy. That being said, I don't know being, I don't know, I battled this. So is there a certain percentage of which you can claim? Like over 50%, you could be like, yo, this is, and this where, is the business. Where does that leave the room open for Rachel Dolezal, for example? No, because if this bitch takes a DNA <laughs> test and she comes up with a 17% African, we're, it's game over. We're not walking away from that we're one. <laughs> we retire. We retire as a race. Basically. We're like, okay, we forfeit. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I've seen a lot of like Ancestry.com ones. Like, and I find out I was 11% Native American. Mm. And let me tell you, yeah. I am just, I feel so I much feel more connected to my people. <laughs> well, well, no, like 17% is like nothing. And especially if you've never been, con I, I can understand you feel a little bit more connected and whatever, what have you. But that's a lot of dilution. And you're not necessarily, and especially if you were, if you're visibly white and you've lived in a nice privileged society and you've mm -hmm. gotten along, you don't get to double back and be like, but now I feel oppressed by, from my people. And it doesn't mean and it's coming all from one source or from exactly. one side of the family Exactly. It could be either. one guy once <laughs> and one lady on another side, three Two generations apart. over. <laughs> Two, just by accident. Mm. Purely by accident. My mom's, I remember my mom did a, did one of these and she it came back with like, 10% Italian and she was like yeah but it could be from like four different people in multiple generational gaps mm. they don't mean just mean somebody slipped up once a couple times <laughs> in between through the lineage yep. doesn't mean it comes from one spot and like I feel like there's a big dis like a big difference between what you look like and what you actually are because some people look completely different than what their DNA actually mm -hmm. is and like siblings look completely different like my one friend's um she looks completely white. She's ginger hair, freckles, pale, and her sister is like mulatto, mm -hmm. like half, because her one father is black and her mm -hmm. mother is white. So it's like you can identify with a group, but if you're not recognized by the group as a whole, you can like feel like not part of it. But that's hard because even though you want to self-identify, exactly. Like, <clears throat> I mean, like even that tension. Even and even off of that, there's like I I also we talked about this not too long ago. I have two friends who. I've known for years, and one, their, their parents are one, their parents are biracial, so one father's black, the father's black, and mom's white. And one brother looks white, just like vernacular, even vernacular, the way he carries himself, the way he's just the white guy. Mm. Uh, and the other one identifies a little bit more with being biracial, so he, even the way he sounds, the way he carries himself, the way he jokes around, and whatever, it's just the whole, he's accepted the whole black experience. But the joke in all of this is, is if you didn't know them, you wouldn't even place them as siblings. But then you look at them side by side, you're like, oh, yeah, they're, mm. they're brothers. But mm. it's interesting that even if you identify, sometimes you don't even identify with the culture. You just ascribe to two different areas of, of race or, or culture or understanding or what have you. So it's, I mean, it's, there's an argument to be made. I don't know if Demi don't gets know if to... In her case? I don't know if Demi, Demi gets to... <laughs> Again, this is when it's 50% in your bloodstream, not mm -hmm. when you get a double back and be like, well, 1%. <laughs> See you at the NCAA Awards. 1% is even so much NCAA, smaller. NAACP. <laughs> NCAA. Those are two different organizations. <laughs> See you at the sports. <laughs> but she came back and she's like, just thought it was cool and totally random. Like, some people are mean AF. Like, Twitter sucks. <laughs> oh, man. Because sometimes Aww. some shit doesn't need to be tweeted. That's but like, actually, there's too much. There's, there's too to much tweeted. on Twitter that just doesn't need to be mm. there, and it's just you like, get dragged I, once, I, you get you, dragged by them all. Like you really don't need to talk about you being one percent African. <clears throat> Not at yeah. all. Yeah, because I, I feel like people more are just a product of like their family, and like how mm -hmm. like where their family grew up, or maybe they grew up in a different place than their family. But like I feel like that's really who you are. Like I don't know. 
I think that like, plays Like, did she key. grow up in, like... I think it's in tandem. She... I mean, okay. It's that and also your your heritage. Yeah. Uh, and how you present in, in society and then also where you grew up. So, like, those play a major role. You having a heritage that is not necessarily muddy but, like, diverse mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily mean a whole hell of a lot. Mm-hmm. Somebody told me, oh, you're actually 127th Scottish. And I'll be like, that don't mean fucking shit <laughs> over here. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go to Tavistock and be like, hey, Independence my Day. people. Tavistock. <laughs> <laughs> go to Glasgow. <laughs> Lucky Charms. <laughs> I'm 2% Irish, by the way. Congratulations. You're welcome. I'll tweet that I hear you can get a motherland trip to Ireland. <laughs> I will tweet it. Mm. Actually, speaking of motherland trips, you can, like, if you're a quarter of something, you can go to Israel for free. Mm-hmm. If you're yeah, a quarter, quarter Jewish. Mm. Yeah. On your mom's side. Is it? Only yeah, your yeah, mom's side? You gotta side? be able to yeah, claim it. You gotta claim it on one side. Oh, really? Because you're not know. Jewish on your dad's, you're Jewish on your mom's side. That is true, but I I didn't know. I thought it was didn't like Geisen across the board. Guys, is, is Guys eligible? Jewish? Uh, Did you say he was eligible? Guys said he, he could have been eligible. <laughs> if you could do enough, have. It's either you, you are or you aren't. If you do enough <laughs> digging, I'm not gonna put deep, nobody deep on digging. blast out here. But <laughs> I also know a few people who are debatably Jewish. But you know, yeah, hmm. you grow up in a certain area and you start jive talking some people. You claim jive. somebody as your uncle. Next thing you know, jive. Yeah. I had a friend, I had a comedian friend who had a, a joke about a motherland trip to Africa, but like all men's are just like, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> you got like random people like, no, 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 you see people wearing dashikis, like white guys showing up in dashikis with like box, box top fades. And, like <laughs> you see my sister, we are all part of the pan African build up. He's like, no, we ain't get, you don't get to take my trip to Africa. <laughs> That's not how it works. That's mm. my trip. We all get to go to the roots. My sister, did you read Malcolm X? <laughs> I read the biography once. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, interesting. That's funny. Yes. So uh, Demi, Demi can't go to the BET Awards. She can't at all. No, she's staying home. Even at somebody's. One of the American Music Awards. I feel like if she tries to visit anywhere in Africa, they'll just be like, "No, you can't enter. Go home." <laughs> She'll get to the. I airport. think Africa don't give a fuck. Africa's like, you got that money though. <laughs> You got Camp Rock money. You got you got Camp Rock money. You, got, you have Disney money. You can go anywhere. You can show up. <laughs> but uh, speaking of Twitter, is just home to a lot of just messy things and stories. Segway. Yes, it was. Um, Good job. Shout out to the to Zola's uh, Twitter story we talked about oh, many, man. many 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 episodes many ago. episodes ago. Um, One of my favorites. If you have not heard about that story, look it up. It's very very entertaining. The, the the stripper prostitute story. Yes. That what one. is it? Oh, this sounds juicy. That was this was an old one. We'll okay. talk about that one off air. Mm-hmm. Um, so a new story has come to to kind of challenge the spot. Um, it's described as being filled with love, deceit, and twists. And tw- <laughs> and twists. <laughs> I'll introduce two characters. Um, one we'll call Queen K, and the other we'll call Cash. Um. So it was Queen K that started this whole kind of story um, and started off the whole thing saying, Lord, please be with me. This man made sure his friends had a place to stay, but left his girl stranded. So, of course, that brought some interest and some kind of back and forth with some people. So she opens it up with saying that her cash, who's apparently her boyfriend, who Mm -hmm. lived in a different city. Mm -hmm. He lives in D.C. I think she lives in L.A. Did you say cashews? No, cash. 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 cash? Okay. Who's? Oh, cash okay. with a K. Okay. Of course. <laughs> Sounds like cash. <laughs> of course. Um, 
So he pays for her. This is over Valentine's Day weekend. Okay. He pays for her flight oh, to DC. To DC. Okay. Um, and then she posts a like a flight receipt on Twitter just to make sure that everybody knows. Um, That's so he I like loved. paid for everything. Got a T-shirt made with her face on it. They're taking pictures and stuff. A T-shirt made with her face on it. And he was wearing it. Yeah, I don't know why. That's it, too much. Was it airbrushed? <laughs> no, it was. <laughs> it was just a printed picture. <laughs> Um, but she said they'd been in love and talking over the past couple of months, planning life goals and whatnot. Um, and then she posts this video of, uh, she posts this video of like a rat in his apartment over the, uh, kind of, is just kind of running around. And this is even before she even explains just a rat any, in any of this apartment. story. Okay. Um, I'm kind of lost, but okay. We'll get to it. Okay. Um, so she's in DC now. So they have this, this wonderful romantic weekend. He's paid for a flight, paid for everything. They've had a good weekend. She's heading back to, to LA and she says she misses her flight. And he texted her that, oh, I'm going to come back. I'll come pick you up. We can figure out another flight. You can like leave the next day, whatever. Mm-hmm. This is at 3 p.m. in the afternoon. Seven hours go by. She has not heard from him. In the wind, gone. <laughs> He has wet, like, weshed his way out of the... <laughs> <laughs> gone. gone. Stop, 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 stop. And she's getting freaked out. She's, like, calling his friends and what? and everything. Sh- he just disappeared? Disappeared. And it's, like, it's 4 a.m.? 4 a.m. She's been at the airport since 3 p.m. The, the previous day. And she sees him on Snapchat with his boys. And she's like, these are the same friends I've been reaching out to. And no, they're, they were, they've all been like, yeah, we don't know where he is. Like, sorry, we haven't heard from him and stuff. And these, this motherfucker didn't have the uh, had the audacity to not block her on Snapchat <laughs> if he was trying to... <laughs> not at all. Wow. And then they were the friends were tweeting back, like, should have went home. He's not coming. And she catches a cab to his place. Uh, of course, she's upset, Jesus. livid. 20 minutes later, the police are in front of the house, escorting her off the property. Oh, my God. He called the police on her? <clears throat> and then she said late hours later, she sees a, a picture of him with a with a new girl. What? Yeah. That's her That's her whole kind of side of the story. So, of course, there is the other side of his story. It's three stories. This- he starts off by saying, uh, first of all, who travels with no money? That's his precursor to the whole side of the story. He opens up with... <laughs> he opens up with... <laughs> Fuck traveling no <laughs> He said I smashed and everything went left. And that's and that's <laughs> that's his side. I'll keep taking no further questions on this press conference. <laughs> he said that um she found like during this whole romantic weekend, she finds out she's getting evicted from her place. Uh-huh. So she tries to move her ass in. He's he's like, You're trying to talk about rats, but where's your crib? <laughs> he's using it as a, it's a good clapback my, my guy you have rats so it's still a problem he's like, g- trying to film in your apartment <laughs> he said they go through this whole weekend he's dropping her off uh and she's trying to catch like an attitude she's like babe you know I don't have anywhere to go uh so he says he drops her off at the airport early enough for her to catch her flight and she missed it on purpose along with any kind of makeup flight she could have made and she's contacting, going through his whole Rolodex to come scoop her up from the airport. And it's like 5 a.m. And he's with another girl at his own place. And, and here's like banging on the door. on the door. And she took a cab uh, to his house with no money to pay the driver. And he's he's like, 
fam, we met four weeks ago. It wasn't even that good. Waiting for me to be Captain Save a Ho. Captain Save a Ho. I kind of like that. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag no Captain Save a Ho. This isn't the Justice League. And he said his friend ended up paying for the cab. She got escorted off the property and had to go home however she found it so they're both getting <laughs> conflicting stories so not this guy <clears throat> wasted money on her trying to go home because he bought the plane ticket yeah but better question why did he buy a plane ticket for her in the first place that i don't know yeah uh aha hashtag but maybe she coerced him i don't know into buying the ticket maybe like but I'll he, pay you back. But he said like it wasn't. I'll, I'll reimburse. I'll get you back for the plane he ticket. He also said it wasn't that good to begin with. Yeah. So, so why would he buy the plane he ticket? He said they'd been talking for. It's like he has money to spend, been... but he has rats in his place. Like he needs an exterminator before he <laughs> <laughs> buys a plane ticket. And then they were having like a mini argument about this rat, and he's like, he's like, it came from the chimney. <laughs> Which doesn't help. Me. That's where all rats come from, <laughs> the chimney. And then he's because he's like people are ripping on him for this. I don't know why this rat became such a big part of the story. Hashtag rat gate. But <laughs> mouse gate. <laughs> what the hashtag actually was. Maybe this is like the most extreme example of somebody having feeling like it was the most amazing sex they've ever had in their life, and it was like the worst sex they've ever had in their life. You know oh, what I mean? Like one thinks it's the best, well, one thinks it's the worst. Exactly. Oh, mm. So maybe this is like the most. I don't know. Or they, like they one person up... thinks it's the best, the other person's like, it's pretty mediocre. Mm. Like, yeah, I ain't gotta yeah. call you back I'll, or nothing. I'll buy a plane ticket. Yeah. Mediocre. But the they actually made a parody account for the the for rat, the rat. <laughs> or the, for the mouse. It was like at hurt mouse. <laughs> hurt mouse. It was like my door broke, no food in the fridge, ugly busted hose walking in the crib with fake bears. <laughs> A young mouse is fed up. <laughs> <laughs> so they, oh, Twitter's um, so goddamn creative. I love it. So Complex interviewed so both of them, like long, like deep, deep interviews getting both their sides wow. of the story. And they're both saying a lot of different things. So I really honestly don't know what's even going on. I mean, <clears> moral of the story is, the... is you got to stay away from from people who... Or trying to make a relationship with you. You got to be careful. You got to be worrisome. Games or advice is never stay committed. Exactly. Always be in the wind. Don't, don't get in a relationship ever. <laughs> no, but, but like be worrisome. Like no, anybody trying to fly you. Anybody trying to, <laughs> like anybody trying to fly you out and then <clears throat> like be clear with each other, folks. There's no communication in this Because she said they were making life goals. So I don't know what that means. But listen, never anyways, forget a man. He, listen, he, said, listen, he said they were dating, but he's like, I don't know that it was that serious. Ladies, 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 listen. Never trust what a guy says when sex is on the line. Never. Period. Mm, that's I've good. heard. I'm, it's a fact. That's I've heard good. guys make some outlandish claims. Girl, I'm gonna go back to school for you. <laughs> I'm gonna clean my life, mm. nigga. You ain't doing shit. <laughs> and then they smash me. Like I'm sorry. But, I'm sorry, madam. Do I know you? Have I met you before? <laughs> to be devil's advocate, though, sex is never not on the line. Real and so are you? What are you saying here? <laughs> no, sex is no. You no. mean for like a first, like first encounter? Maybe sex. for like a, a eunuch. First time. Like, <laughs> but that's the only time. I'm sorry, a what? No, a eunuch. They a have eunuch. their step, step. Like an old style eunuch. That was great. Eunuch, like in okay in like palaces in like medieval time and like. I know. I'm aware. I'm just. Okay. I didn't expect such a great like a. I like how you're adjusting yourself. You're like, good. yeah, that's great. I'm a scholar. I got okay, references eunuch. in this piece. <laughs> that was great. Yeah, that's hilarious. Just came out. Wow. <laughs> 
But I think I think the moral of the story. I think the moral of the story is if you sense a wee bit of crazy, like tap out, like get out. Yeah, but crazy is always a foot. A what? A foot? A foot like around in the area. Uh, all crazies, always, always, Do you consider always. Yes, you are crazy. Oh, <laughs> Damn. Yes. Really? <laughs> crazies, yeah. always. Now, that being said, I mean, when you, okay, you meet a guy, you're chatting, or a, a girl, or a person, you meet a person, and you're having a nice time, and you're chatting, and you know, things are getting a little, and you haven't smashed yet. Guys are going to be, to secure the bag, because guys, don't matter, any guy between the ages of 16 and 35, don't give a fuck about a relationship. They want somebody to kiss them goodnight and say, oh, you, hey, how's your day going? Some guys are like that. But yeah, it's true. On first encounter. <laughs> how's your day going? It's pretty common, though. <laughs> Some are still needy day, but I don't give a fuck. But... I feel like it's a shot to so many people. Yeah, and, and me. There's a, <laughs> I'm sorry. I felt directly hit by that. I had a specific person in mind, but it wasn't. It definitely wasn't you. Uh, but until until the first match happens, guys will make up like anything. They will try to sell ice to a polar bear to make sure they can <laughs> secure that bag. Bag of ice. Oh no, bag. Okay, sorry. Bag of ice. That's what we call wesh. 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 Oh man, relationships. <laughs> Ugh. Really, my guy, you're gonna spend a plane ticket on, it and then wonder why she got crazy. And it's, my it's girl, a, you see a mouse in there, and you're still trying to stay. It's a domestic flight, if that helps. Mm. From DC to LA, it's not. A, that's not close. It's a domestic though. Mm. It's not international. Did they say how many like? I ain't flying to Edmonton. Let's just say that I ain't flying to Edmonton. No, pom pom, no ways. What was your question? How many connections did she have? It could have been real I don't bad. Know. <laughs> Stop, 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 stop. All right, you're gonna, here's what you're going to do. Because there's always a southern person at the desk. All right, sweetheart. You're going you're you're gonna to fly from L.A. We're going to go to Temple, Texas. <laughs> Shout out to Temple. From, te from Temple, Texas, we're going to go down to Tennessee. From Tennessee, New Orleans. New Orleans, back down to Temple, Texas. Out of Temple, Texas. Sing shot to Detroit. Could you back to Waco. <laughs> You're going to go back. You're going to go back to the original <laughs> airport. Hops get to Chicago. Right into New York, back into Detroit, and into Chicago. No, 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 but I'm going to D.C. Oh, well. Oh, we shoot. Got, that's a whole got, different route. got a wipe all these connects. <laughs> oh, man. You're gonna, we're going to fly you to, to Dulles Airport. No, no, but I need to go to the city airport. All right. We're going to have three more flights. We're going to fly you back out to Detroit. Because when the they were doing like, the, the longer depth interview with uh, Queen K, she was saying that, because uh, the the guys in the, the guys the guys in the military, so you get the rat guys uh, in the military. Yeah, the rat guys in the military, and she said, "Yeah, uh, I was supposed to get like my bags checked for free because mm -hmm. he's in the military." But yeah, she's like, you get the... The, the woman's like, "Yeah, you need you need the actual personnel there to mm -hmm. actually put yeah. this through." And she said that's why she like started calling him back. Ah, why you always <laughs> lying? <laughs> And, and for all we know, this nigga ain't even in the military. Yeah, Honestly, I was in Desert Storm. Nigga, you ain't shit. <laughs> Modern you warfare. Wore, you wore Tim's. That's a, your contribution to the war effort. It's oh, from DC, to... not New York. <laughs> hey, DC, DC just as bad. New York is knee deep in Tim's. The I worst is you. when they make you get a connection, but you have to go on a shuttle bus to a different terminal. And you like a really short, like small window of time. Yeah, Some that's the worst. <laughs> I've experienced it myself. So maybe buying plane tickets, eh? Your 38 <laughs> connections? Flight hub.
Shout out to Flight Hubby. I thought she was gonna. I thought it was gonna be Flight Hubby or Flight Hole. I didn't. Mm. I wasn't prepared for where that H was going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I guess this conversation around kind of relationships and the interworkings and the tumultuous exactly. nature of it mm-hmm. is we're we're me and Cam and I saw a movie on on Sunday for my first time, his second time. Uh, we saw the movie Get Out. Mm. We were talking about it at lunch the other day. I haven't seen it. Um, for those of you who haven't seen Get Out, it's a critically acclaimed horror movie, thriller, mm-hmm. uh, about an interracial couple uh, and some of the the strange and frightening happenings that happen when uh, the main character, a young black male, uh, goes out to the suburbs to meet his girlfriend's family. Hilarity and frightfulness ensue. And I guess mostly the frightfulness. Mostly frightfulness. And I guess most little, little of sprinkles of comedy but it's mostly frightening <laughs> like yeah, the, many the, nightmares. Sprinkles, the sprinkles were important but many nightmares so i what's what are, what's her dialogue centered on i guess uh it's like about a little bit about the kind of nuances of the movie and some interracial relationship uh stuff so have you seen it you haven't seen it yet Mm-mm. but you know the gist of it mm-hmm. so there may be spoilers that we may accidentally spill so spoiler alert I don't okay. want none of you motherfuckers to be like, oh, 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 why you the fucking move from me? It's been out for a while, so like, <laughs> fucking go watch it. <laughs> That's a good impression. Uh, uh, I don't. So I understood. I've talked to a whole bunch of people about it. I was gonna write a blog post about it, but I got busy. Um, I think I to my white friends who've seen it. A lot of them are like, yeah, it was, it was a good thriller. Uh, it, was, it was really super frightening. It's like it felt kind of funny, like odd races. Like people don't say that. And then when it got super crazy, I just realized it was just a thriller, and it was it was just being silly. Uh, and then all my all mm. of, most of my black friends were like, "Yeah, yeah." The scary parts were not when it was like full blown horror. It was more like the subtle nature of like, "Oh, this could actually happen." Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't know. We're very removed from like different it's a different kind of cultural backgrounds and different uh norms and being far away there's always like a fear of like getting lost in the woods especially when you're a city kid so like the most fearful parts were like dealing looking for other <laughs> black people and when you find them they're not <laughs> they're not cool you're like oh god i've got no safety <laughs> uh that's what that's what i've been hearing in the streets you and seem was, shook though i was you were, genuinely you were shook. i was genuinely shook Mm-hmm. I was genuinely, genuinely shook. There's a there's an article on uh, Upworthy that a guy writes about. Uh, the title says, "I'm black. My wife is white. We saw Get Out." This was a conversation we had afterward. Uh, he he outlines a story about seeing his to going to see his wife's family, uh, extended family in Kansas. Hmm. Uh, he outlines saying rows and rows of they went to go see his family for their cousin's high school graduation. He says, rows and rows of mostly white teenagers sat in folding chairs at the 40-yard line of a football field while their mostly white parents waved and peered at them through Zoom lenses. As we waited for the ceremony to begin, I played a game I often play in moments of intense whiteness. Folk concerts, theme trivia nights, farmer's markets, etc. I call it, find another black person. And depending on where I am, it's much harder than it sounds. He said that, and I realized that I play this game all the fucking time. <laughs> like, my dad, you, I remember when we were, like, walking when I first came to, like, visit the campus. He gave me the elbow. He's like, all right, I, I'm at three. How many do you have? 
He didn't say. He didn't Anything. say, hey, mm-hmm. I saw three brothers. This is what we're... He just said, I'm at three. What do you have? And my mom was like, I only saw two. And I was like, I saw a professor. So we're like, okay, grand total number is... If somebody who never didn't just tuned in, they wouldn't know what we're talking about. But it was... Mm-hmm. I feel like it's mutually understood. Mm-hmm. And I think that's... The whole horror aspect of this movie is what happens when you're in those situations. Security and numbers. then shit... Right. Yeah. And shit turns left. And you look for help, but that help has been fucked up too. So then what happens? <laughs> I don't know. It's it's a very interesting take on, and it also made me realize like there's a very different cultural perspective that I a lot of my woke white friends didn't realize was a thing that, and even I didn't realize is a thing that I'm afraid of. Mm-hmm. If I'm in those situations, I have a question. Enough. I have a question for you guys. Okay, <clears throat> this may come out or sound bad. No, I'm gonna go for it. If you are hypothetically dating a white girl, um, and you like her and you like the re- relationship evolves and whatever and you want to meet their parents but she like tells you oh like my parents sadly aren't around is there a is there relief in that like genuinely or no does it is it around she have like no family like she's an orphan she has extended family but like her parents just no maybe... a family's family no like okay. if she's like i was raised in if... fo- like i was raised in foster care and like i'm an emancipated minor i'm on my own i'm like mm. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> oh, thank you, God. It's just like one uh, less. Because I've probably met two. No. One, only one family of a of a relationship, and like it went fine. But I was still like I was still young and still extremely nervous, mm-hmm. regardless of like, oh, of course race and stuff. But it was just. Mm-hmm. It's it's such a daunting thing, and when you add that, and you have such a cultural kind of race difference, mm-hmm. there's so many kind of things that I guess uh, even within that family wouldn't recognize as being something within their own kind of behavior as being something that will cause me to kind of like tense up. Mm-hmm. Um, is actually just a very real feeling, and that's just kind of something you you deal with as well, and something sometimes you can get over, or sometimes you can kind of accommodate or something needs to change or you just can't do it at all i'm equally afraid i've met a few parents and family members and get togethers i try to avoid them because i'm not a that's not my cup of tea gabe's uh, not a family man no. <laughs> that's a fact uh so sad you meant mine though i've oh. definitely definitely i've i've only there's only <laughs> one young lady and she, she listens to the podcast too uh who who made an effort we ran track together in high school, uh, like briefly, and she like suck out my dad. She was like, "I'm gonna meet your brother." I'm like, "This ain't me, nobody." What you talking about? And then mm. <laughs> I was like talking to my dad. She came up behind me. She's like, "Hey, hey, is this Mister? Is this your dad? Oh my, Mister Brother, nice <laughs> to meet you." And I could hear the sentence, "I'm Gabriel's," and I'm like, "She's my friend. She's my friend." Interrupted. Oh, I oh I linebacked her out of the conversation. I was like. Bitch, yeah. She's my friend. I'll get carried away. Wow. Wow. Because I think and, and it's interesting because there's yeah, a point really in this movie where he makes a sen- he makes a comment about there's a, a black housekeeper in the movie and he feels that she may not like the relationship that he's in. Mm-hmm. Because there's a there's a stigma, there's a thing about old black ladies in general and interracial relationships about with black male and, and black guys and white girls. And I was like, I'm not trying to even touch that. I'm not even trying to broach that topic. Mm. I'm just, ooh, she's my friend. What are you, th- what are you, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> What's funny is me and all of my, my siblings and I all together, we have this, this un, 
unspoken. I don't even know if my siblings listen to this, but if they do, it'd be kind of funny. We have this unspoken saying that we've we've never introduced our families to people we were seeing. That's not a, a thing. Unless it's like I'm like you're unless, locked in. When my sister in, got married, fucking that's married, say. that's what we started yeah. talking. My sister showed Is your up. Sister's husband white. No, he's a black guy. Okay. He's a Stanley. He's Haitian. Love him. Mm. Uh, and I was only, only, I remember I was in the car with my dad and he got a call and she's like, I'm getting engaged. And he's like, to who? <laughs> <laughs> engaged to do what? She's like, to get married. <laughs> married to the, the books. She's like, I've been out of school for like 10 years. What are you talking about? <laughs> the books. Uh, but even, but we all jokingly, like, well, if I got a text from my brother and he's like, I'm, he's like, oh, where are you at? I'm like, oh, I'm out with a friend. He's like, all right. I, was, I remember I was walking somewhere with uh, a young lady and uh, I like ran into my brother by accident. And he's like, oh, I'm on the phone with dad. And he's like, hey, I'm with Gabe. And he's with a, he's with a friend. And we're all kind of just <laughs> nod. My brother was out That's with a- so interesting. Was out with his partner and he was like, oh, I'm out with, a, with a couple of our, our friends and, and my friend. Like it's just mm. the unspoken way mm-hmm. to handle it. And I think, I think it's regardless opposite. of race. My family, wow. That's, That's your dead opposite? Dead like you're opposite. bringing every, anybody No, home? I don't. My parents actively <clears throat> seek out the people in my life that I want to keep close to me and only me, but they, they, I want to meet them. They want to meet my friends. They want to mm. meet anybody. I think that's anybody's parents though. So you're the weird one. I don't know about anybody. <laughs> no, I think everybody's parents, like my mom always makes fun of me like, oh, you don't bring friends over. You don't have any friends. And I'm like, exactly. I have no friends. Good. You keep believing Let's that. Let's keep it that way. Okay. I don't know. Wow. But I, I, I think it's just the idea of worlds intersecting frightens me. It's because like, there's 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 so much that could go wrong. Oh, everything. There's very little room wrong. for for things to go right. So I was like, it's true. I don't trust even in any like of my meeting friends. your mom. Like I've never met your mom. I had never met your mom yeah. like before, like a couple months ago. So I'm like, and she came home. I was like, uh, let's hope this goes well. <laughs> she could be crazy. <laughs> she could hate, she could be crazy. She could hate me. I don't know what's gonna go on. I might say something wrong. I don't know what's gonna happen. And there's things that you tell each other as friends and whatever, <laughs> and even as a relationship that I you don't say as a secret or whatever or something that you don't broach. Hmm. But then next thing you know, you're sitting at a dinner table. Like I have stretch. Stretch is notorious for bringing things. So how about you and that white girl? Nigga, you got He said that in front of your mom? We're having breakfast right now. <laughs> <laughs> you singing. I remember we're talking about, like, my mom will be sitting down with us, and she'd be like, so you guys seeing anybody? Like, you guys got any, whatever. And I'm just like, I don't know nothing about nobody. Because I know if I'm at Stretch's house, I ain't saying shit. I'm like, I'm, I'm good. I'll take the brunt because I'm the friend. Mm-hmm. I'm the outsider. I'll make sure I'll take the brunt. This guy's like, oh, no, but your son over here, I know he's... Nigga, it's like, the, it's like the Kevin Hart joke. Help me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the most, like, I, I've been in situations where it's a little frightening and you, you get mm. a, a mild racist comment. But I'm, I don't mind that because I know how to tap dance my way out of it. I guess seeing Get Out made me a little bit, reinstilled some of that fear and kind of like mm. anxiety that I, I, I had around that. Um, but I have... I want to see a reverse anxiety where the black guy has to bring his white girlfriend home and he hasn't told his family that she's white and just, you know, that remember that Fresh Prince episode where the, his aunt brings home the white, the white mm. guy yeah. and they're like, wow, he's really mm. tall. tall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's, you know, my, my sister used to date a tall guy. <laughs> oh yeah. I hear tall guys are real nice. nice. Yeah. <laughs> 
And then Will turns around and he's like, am I the only one who knows he's white? <laughs> oh, that's good. And I, I don't know. I don't know. Is that a thing? Is that a thing to be worried about? Would you be worried about bringing home a black guy? Or, or, or I thought we were talking about I'd be going in in their family. Either, or, si- either situation. Either? Mm-hmm. Um, Would you be comfortable getting airdropped into a black family? Hmm... Well, I wouldn't feel like super comfortable, but I would just like, I don't know, just if they don't like me, I've, I don't know. I guess it really affects the relationship because like you, especially guys, like they want, they want like, you know, like their, their girlfriend have a good relationship with their mom. Mm-hmm. So there's that tension. Ugh, I don't know. I I just deal with it. I don't know. I don't know. I'd be I, worried I, about it. That's never happened. So I, yeah. I, I honestly don't know how I would respond. Would you, fair would you be I don't know I, I have this worry about dropping a, a person into a full family setting versus like I you'd prefer just meeting the parents oh, no not even together oh because that's too much just one parent <laughs> one everybody <laughs> everybody meets the person one at a time so then we all know them and then we get airdropped I'm gonna I'm gonna mm. stick you with my sister and my mom so yeah, then you're I think safe that's better it's too many eyes on <laughs> I you I dropped you whoops I dropped yeah, you, you straight in there yeah but I'm good like I'm, I'm like people, I'm good though <laughs> No, because what happened was once upon a time I was seeing this person and she only airdropped me into large family get-togethers. And it was just... Yeah, that's a mess a little bit. And I was like, okay, I guess I have to get good at this real quick. Especially and if it's like this... like Even especially if it's around a holiday, that's huge, huge. Because you have traditions and you're like, what am I doing? What is this tradition? I Thanksgiving, Christmas, Christmas yeah. Easter, all three. And then somebody, somebody's wedding was in there. And I went to all three, all four. Like I was in mm. the family. Fam, extended uncles were like, oh, Gabe, how you doing? I'm like, who's that, Tom? Is that Tom? Is that Dave? Is that Aaron? I feel like there's a knack in being able to convince people, like the generation older, that you're a better person than you actually are. I think that's a skill. That's how people navigate. That's how you navigate through families. Yeah. You present the best version of yourself, even if it's far removed from you. Exactly. I save baby lions. It's no big deal. I rescue them. <laughs> I train Simba. I train Simba. I don't know. I think is, and, and I also don't know if it's just the fear of meeting people's families. Is it just that? I think that's part of it, and you can add a cultural element. It's not just the co- like core of just meeting a family because that's already different personalities, relationships, and experiences alone. But when you add like culture or race to it that just it can muddle it very quickly mm-hmm. i am less afraid of meeting somebody's white dad than i am of meeting somebody's black dad i've met black dads before that shit is that's just dog really i've Why? never been Why? i don't because i see all of the i have sisters and i have a lot of women in my life and i understand what the protectionary feeling is when you have a new negro on the field mm. and especially knowing our community and knowing sometimes you got brothers who are have a good head on the shoulders, you have brothers who don't have a good head on your shoulders. It's, I don't know, I, I feel I've been on the other side of the table more often than not, especially in our community. And I've felt that, what's this nigga really trying to be here? I mean, who, is, who is this guy? Who's, <laughs> is, he, is he a good guy? Has he always been a good guy? Is he just trying to change his life? He just found Jesus? What's going on here? I, yeah, they're checking out. They're trying to vet you a little bit more, and they're not trying to hide it. Mm. There's no, well, let's ask him about his. Yep. What do you? You go. Your parents to, do for a oh, living. Wow. 
what did, oh you go to school that's so interesting mm-hmm. wow that's so nice they're like all right word okay where you where'd you go to high school Oh, your friends with so and so? Like, oh. who else? Whatever. Like, it's more of an interrogation yeah. than it is it's an like interview. It's like Meet the Fosters, like Robert De Niro. Yeah, it's Ooh. definitely Meet the Fockers, but, meet, <laughs> Fokker. uh, yeah, but yeah, everybody's sorry. Robert De Niro. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> There's no, you don't get any saving grace. <laughs> everybody's Robert De Niro, and everybody's in the CIA, and everybody wants to see you fail. Mm. Kind of. But once you win <laughs> them over, they're great people. But I, I, I am more afraid of that. It's like a white mom and a, and a black dad. If that was a thing, like those interracial families, I'm, that's ooh. you'd be good. That, I'd, that's no, you'd, I'd be afraid. Oh, that's you're afraid. most afraid of. Oh, okay. So if you meet a mixed girl and it turns out that she has a black dad and a white mom, you're like not. <laughs> I, I, I'm, you're gonna be more on your toes than that. I'm coming in, mm. coming in training like Rocky. Just <laughs> I'm wearing a suit. <laughs> I wore a tuxedo, suit, tuxedo shirt. <laughs> <laughs> tuxedo shirt for the mom to laugh at, and Tim's for the dad to respect you. <laughs> Oh, that's good. That's that's I how you maneuver. All white Air Force was <laughs> the OG Jordans because he'd appreciate them. <laughs> that's it. That's the. Oh one. man, <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. I don't know. It's it's definitely interesting. Definitely definitely interesting. I just look back at young me and think, why? Wow, what? But like, if I. Young me was like, oh, I'm going to meet so many people's parents. I'm going to be so good at this. And like, now I'm like, I'm I don't. meet all the parents. Give me all the parents. Like, I thought it was going to be a more, in, like, it was going to be, a, especially with movies and whatever, it was going to be a more prominent thing in my life to be, like, a thing that I do often. Mm-hmm. But, like, now I'm just like, I don't even know if you have parents. Yeah, maybe. They're not on your Instagram. I don't, I don't fucking know. That's I went, <laughs> I went four months talking to somebody, and I didn't know if they had a sibling or not. Hmm. Yeah, things have changed. I don't, I don't know if that's a bad thing or a good thing. Plausible deniability. I like it. It depends. For what? <laughs> like, like look at. <laughs> I don't know. Like in if I, like look at the movie Get Out when he was in there and he had to go tell his life story. Whatever. If they don't know my life story, you can't prey on me. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> can't blackmail this blackmail. I'll tell you that one for free. Deniability. Wow. I don't know. <laughs> you to find yourself in that situation i'm just that saying would be you and that's what we were talking about after we saw it gabe would be the main character and i would be the friend listen i smoke him. i i do take the occasional picture <clears throat> he wore he's wearing a jean we shirt that could have been me i wear the same shirt we, i'm wearing this shirt, shirt now, right now. Oh, shit. i was supposed to burn it we wear boots like do you want to come to the lake house with me this weekend <laughs> hell no hell no sorry I just give him the address there. first you're not but you're not waspy enough to be afraid like yeah, European. I don't know a lot about her though. What you is your background? Mm, it's my dad was born in Czechoslovakia. My mom is. So he's like the guys. He's like the bad guys from Taken. Sure. <coughs> well, he's a cop, so. Can I make that joke at the dinner table? Yeah, yeah, like a well, he's, a, he's actually ex-cop. He just retired. So, oh man. Yeah. Okay. And my mom is Canadian, but she has like a little bit of Middle Eastern, like a little, like really small bit. One percent, like probably one percent. One percent? I'm not counting that. <laughs> yeah, so I wouldn't tweet it. She's I wouldn't tweet it. She's homegrown. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be untweetable. <laughs> it's untweetable with alternative facts. Uh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't go to the lake house. Let's just say that. Yeah, I'm. So, uh, nah. Cause Cause you can't. You can't. I don't, e- I don't know. Hey, I don't know enough you about even, you, and I can't even. Uh, you can't even call the cops. It's true. Oh shoot. My dad. Yeah. You have to call the Ghostbusters. Yeah, there's all the red flags. Oh, the Black Panthers. Every red flag available. <laughs> Sorry. Toss it, toss it, toss flags, it, flags, toss flags, it, flags, toss flags, it. Flags, flags, flags. 
Nope. Oh, but boy. as a girl, you trap somebody else. I, you trap Geisen, maybe. Like you know how you said you didn't know uh, the girl's sibling if she whether she had siblings. As a girl, you're mm-hmm. if you like a guy, you're looking for him to ask those questions for real because that's like confirmation that he wants to know more about you in your life. Mm-hmm. So maybe you didn't care. I don't know. Did you? I didn't. Okay. <laughs> Gabe does not. <laughs> Gabe does not. So she's. I yeah. do not. It's amazing. I've never met anyone I like that. Do or not yeah, I have but. care. It's a PSA. I do not care. I'm sorry. I care a little bit. Like, if I've asked you, like, I, I'm vested in your interest. Like, like if, if Gabe I'm, knows you have a sibling, you know he cares about you. If not, sorry. There's going to be a couple people. The There's going to be a couple people like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I feel like I may or may have not shot myself in the foot with some people. Now they're going to be like, this motherfucker's known me for four months. He's, yep. he's never asked about my family. <laughs> <laughs> if, if I have a lake house, my mom's background is. Everybody. I question myself for a second. I'm friends with your brother. Like, we're homies. Uh, which, yeah. <laughs> and then I thought about that. <laughs> my brethren now. <laughs> Speaking of. Can you not? <laughs> Jordan, next episode, you're coming. And this will be the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> At 35th anniversary, we're also our cancel date. Uh, Wrap-up party. Uh, that's, I don't know. I'm very interested in... I want to ask more interracial couples if they had, like, actual fierce fears. There's got to be white girls who are going out, showing up to black people's houses or like, and be like, I don't want to overset my boundaries or say something that's going to be, uh, nope, she's not coming to the next cookout. But I done. know, and I'd be more cognizant, like I'd be turned off by somebody who wouldn't know where the boundary is. Mm. I think it's better just to not talk unless you're spoken to. <laughs> See, that'd be, that's sudden death in my family. You got to be enough to defend for yourself. Like I will. What do like you, you got to be able to like interject into conversation. Like chime in, because because but... then you just you'll melt in the wall, and they're like, oh, she just don't got a backbone, eh? And then now you're just now nah, you're shot, now nah, you're dead. Or she's kind of just like uptight. She doesn't want to. She doesn't look. Like oh, she, she wants can't to hang. Be here. She's she not want to in the corner. She's just looking at you to help. Yeah. But like the family, I feel like they're like they're supposed to prompt you because they're they're want like mm, I don't know. I just wouldn't want to see somebody go on a monologue about their life. Mm, and the okay, there's a, just like, there's a difference between a monologue. So, so they'll, like, I feel like they'd, they'd ask you, like, questions just to get kind of get to know you, like, where you're from, what you're doing, that kind of thing. But once you get past those initial kind of questions, okay, we know generally enough about you. Now is your time to, to kind of broadcast mm-hmm. your personality and mm. that kind of thing. So it's not straight from the jump, like, oh, I'm just going to go on a long rant about myself and yeah. talk over these people. Is They get to know you a little bit, and then that's when you have, they leave you room to kind of interject who you are mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and what's really funny is when you're in those situations and they know who you are and you're in a situation where something bad does pop off or something off color and somebody who's not the person who brought you there knows how you would react and they're looking at you like is you is this gonna be you? you now i went to a friend's place uh around christmas time and uh, it was somebody made a Trump comment, like, oh, he's, well, you know, we should give him a chance. And then, eh. and the one of the ladies, one of the other ladies, was like, well, that's not what you said about Obama. He's like, well, that Negro. And then somebody turned around and looked at me like, you're gonna jump in this one. You gotta. And I was like, I think the preferred term is president. That president. Mm. And then and I was like, were they, sorry, were they not a person of color or? Well, if they were first to color, I would have laughed calling Obama Negro, yeah. but I, because <laughs> context is very different. They were definitely not a person of color. Okay. Um, 
but it was it was rather interesting. But I, I, I think uh, no politics, but I, I, but that's I li- I live off of that. My family's kind of we've we've shuddered away from having controversial conversation because everybody's gets a little too heated. Good thing in my family's we're on the same page, so it just like that's all you can do is try. Is we've we've tried to get along too many years. <laughs> yeah, I that's do also it. that's also part of the the kind of dynamic. That's you get fun. into arguments. No matter it's the best it can part. be about something ridiculous, it could be about something serious, but you're gonna get into an argument when you get those people together. No we matter got what. into so we avoided politics this Christmas, <clears> and we got into an argument about if somebody jumped off a bridge <laughs> to oh. commit suicide. Yeah. If they hit a car, would the car stop? Mm. So if they landed on the car, would the car just like, oh, pff, just see, see you later, da, 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 and then would like more car, like would a hundred car, like the number was a hundred cars just gonna keep rolling over this thing? And I was like, no, they're probably gonna hit the car, and if the car doesn't stop because somebody freaking landed on your car. Mm. There's going to be maybe max five cars. I feel like, is this a physics question or like a morality it's question? Mo- it's like a little bit of both. Okay. And people who shower my neighbors to my family <laughs> took this shit so fucking seriously. <laughs> like it was like, no, you don't even drive. You don't know. I've seen, sh- I, you, you're just going to, hundred cars are going to drive. And we're, <laughs> it got to a point where my sister turned to me. She's like, why are we like this? <laughs> why are we terrible people? Mm. I don't know, but but I think I, I, Cam, you're right. I think it's going to be an argument. So mm-hmm. th- maybe to round out the conversation is if I were to bring a girl over to that conversation, I don't one, I don't want to scare her off with that type of crazy shit over the dirt table, yeah. but also I want her to have an opinion on it. You know, keeps swings like. But you know who to keep them away from at first. You know who's like a oh, uh, no. a years down the road kind of family member, and you know who's like an immediate <laughs> like mom's good. It's mom's like good. Onion. You're gonna ask questions. You're gonna be nice. You're gonna invite me to a dinner. It's gonna That's, be great. Mom's gonna be funny. Mom's safe. My my siblings individual. My dad. My dad. You gotta catch him in the morning. If anyone's listening and wants to date Gabe, uh, he's talking my, about right my now. Step, my I step got mom. him. My Basically, step. I got him. My stepmom is not. Shut up. <laughs> That's what I mean, and I would never want to do that. But I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't. Yeah. But, yeah, but you're right. You have to know and like who you're exactly. Who you're and, I, in. and I know, and I I think I did it. I didn't do you justice with Christmas. Well, but I made better friends with, with That's you. true. <laughs> with the family member, I should have spaced out. I dropped him in immediately, oh. but he just, he charmed his way anyway, so it didn't matter. Paratrooper. <clears throat> Drop me in anywhere. <laughs> that would have been like a, a five-year down-the-road kind of <laughs> member to meet. <laughs> Parachute in. Ridiculous. <laughs> Fuck my way out. Oh, it was good times. Anyways, families. Families and relationships. Yep. Long story short is if she says, uh, let's go on a weekend trip to the to the woods, make sure you have a license and make sure you drive your own car. And make sure you have two sets of keys. One that always stays in your sock. And people that know where sock. you are. Or somebody that works in TSA. Or both. Preferably both. Mm-hmm. And preferably not a really small town. That's creepy, right? Always creepy. Yeah. Always creepy. Less resources. Always creepy. Mm-hmm. I need to know at least one guy in your police department. In your own private. You need unlimited uh, data. Data and battery packs. <laughs> you need two phones. And I gotta know at least. I gotta know at least one black family that lives there, or like extended black family. Like, I don't have to know them, but I gotta know my boys. Like, or oh, my need... aunt lives out there. Okay, let me make sure. Yeah, let me you call need up, one. Call up your auntie. I might crash at the place. <laughs> you need one like extended family member, like within an hour. Not even an hour. 45 45 45 with traffic <laughs> with traffic 
<laughs> it's like an hour full trip. <laughs> like I need a like I I remember where were we going Sudbury, and uh, I was we're driving out there with my track team in high school. I remember my dad's like, hold on, I don't know anybody in Sudbury. Hold on, hold on. So he's like on the phone. He's like so he calls up my my sibling's mom and he's like, is your sister's ex husband still living in Sudbury? <laughs> and she's like, Barrel? I, may maybe. And he's like, all right. All right, we know somebody out there, so it's going to pass off. So we're all good. We're we not going to call somebody's ex-husband from your ex-wife? What? <laughs> we can move forward. What? Mm-hmm. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but I, he's not wrong. When I moved out here, he's like, we know somebody in Guelph. You're going to be okay. You got you to gotta know somebody. got to know somebody. You really do. Yeah. I don't think that way at all, but maybe because, I don't know. I don't think that way. you're going to be safe in most places. If you're a white guy, I wouldn't even ask questions. I'd be like, I wish I don't know anybody in there. I need to extend this network. I can be anybody. <laughs> I can be anybody. I can reinvent myself. I'm a transformer. Great Gatsby. The Great Gatsby. <laughs> <laughs> LOL. Uh, mm -hmm. Do we have a question? We did get a question. We had a question from the audience. From a former guest. Uh, our uh, Congolese queen. Say it. The one and only. The sister. <clears throat> um... So she sent, she actually sent in a couple of questions. Um, most of them, most of them were three of the four, no, two of the four questions were very deep conversations. Say, mm. <laughs> One was related to what we, we talked about with Get Out. Uh, so we're settling on this, this last one. The, the press of elimination this is the only one left that we can answer. Um, so if you could give advice to your 16 year old self, what would it be? One piece of advice. Mm. Someone else, someone go. I need to think about it. Uh, I mean, like, there's there's a lot. That's why it's hard. Like sixteen year old, like sixteen year old of a year for you to like for me to implement when I'm sixteen, or for me to like follow along and be better now. Either or. Don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> Always that. I don't know. Be like less fearful. Like take. Swing, you're gonna miss, but like swing. I don't know. At one point in time, between 16 and now, I got like, if you miss, you're gonna fuck up, and then you're not gonna be offered more chances. So you mm. gotta be more conservative with your swings. I feel like that's stupid, but I feel like I'm already in a groove, so it's it's a lot harder for me to be a little bit more chance takey. I see. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I feel like, and like me when I was younger, I was like, I'm gonna fuck. I'll shoot every shot. <laughs> Uh, but then slowly yeah. <laughs> and surely I was like, no, let me scale back and like be more calculated. But mm. cal being calculated is, I think is overrated sometimes. And I see it's, it's helpful it's, for it's me sometimes. It's effective but. in some places, but you also have to know where those places are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I was too agreeable when I was 16. Like I, I, I just wanted to like fit in. Right. So mm -hmm. I didn't like express my own opinions and. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Now looking back, I wish I did. I feel that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Didn't um, want to piss people off. Too nice. Yeah, actually, I right. I agree with that. Yeah. Fair enough. Um. I think it was like life advice. Uh. <laughs> I mean, I have I have like advice that's like I have advice to avoid funny. a situation. Yeah. <laughs> I have that too. <laughs> We'll start with I'll start okay I'll start with life advice. Um, yeah, it would have been just to be more honestly confident in myself mm -hmm. um, and to have developed um, 
even like a lot of like the hobbies I'd wanted to start, I never did because I was always like, you're never going to be good at this and you don't have the resources and stuff like that. So I feel that so much. Um, and knowing what we have available now and what I could have had kind of back then, even just to take a chance or mm -hmm. go sign up for a class or go to the like youth center and I don't know. Do a thing. Yeah. Um, would have been probably helpful um, in kind of developing that instead of having to kind of balance it with work and school and everything now so um that. yeah that's, that's the life advice <laughs> d on ryan's podcast no days off mm -hmm. uh check it out they had our, our other friend <laughs> d on it uh and they talked about something similar about like the creativity aspect of like just go and do it and then form from after like form after that but yeah. like the process of like just getting your hands in there mm -hmm. is is important i think I think we all kind of riffed on something. They, I heard something on the uh, radio that was really interesting about like the two top most common qualities in millionaires, which is um, doing decisions assertively and quickly mm -hmm. with efficiency. And it never talked about accuracy at all. It's just, I think because if you do a, like a big volume of decisions, mm -hmm. then you're likely, okay, you're going to mess up a lot, but you're also going to like fall upon something that's really good. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I think that's important. You're definitely right. True. True, Maybe true. advice for in a situation is never, <laughs> never let the lie get too big. Mm -hmm. <laughs> never, ooh, it's a snowball, and and snowballs <laughs> can you can contain something, but never get ahead of yourself. Never, like. never make your lie international. Also, that never make your that lie is, international. That is, or if <laughs> that's you are, your or if you are, do your homework. Oh, I might say do your homework. <laughs> like do your homework. If you're gonna I lie, think. be good at it. No, that wasn't <laughs> bad. I'll tell you that one for free. But. uh there's a, there was a story about me lying about my age, and this girl was much older, and I Wild. said I was uh, running. I how was old did you say you were? 60, I said I was 23, And 22. you were how old? I was like 16, turning 17. Okay, so that should have been your life. Looking back on life, you shouldn't have. <laughs> shouldn't have I shouldn't have lied about, uh, lied about my that age? That one time, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. The lying about my age was essential. To, that was essential. That was not, I, my, you don't regret it. My lie... Got much bigger than that. My lie ended up saying I was running track and field at a school in the states. Holy and, shit, man! And that's why I oh, I couldn't God, see her at certain times. It and is then literally my favorite story. About I said, okay, and was then I this said all for what we said? Of course, on the line. Exactly, it's, on the line? it's always on the line. Okay. And then I said something to the effect of, "Oh, I'm an archaeology student, so then I'm going to be on a dig in a Middle Eastern country." What happened? And then I'm going to dig you later. Ah, uh, <laughs> that sentence may or may not have been said. <laughs> And then something happened in that Middle Eastern country, and this was before Facebook check-in, so I, uh, so I didn't respond immediately to her message when she said she saw that Canadians may or may not have been affected by such things. <clears throat> uh, so uh, she was worried, and then she contacted the Canadian consulate, and the next thing you know, my name's a flag. That's unbelievable. This is never a true let story. the lie. Yeah, never <laughs> let the lie get. You're like passport got flagged. <laughs> Never get the uh, never let serious? never let the lie <clears throat> get out of hand. That's all it is. Just never let the lie get out of hand. I want to hear the story later, but like, with yeah, more yeah. detail. Just if you're gonna like do your homework, if you know what's gonna like, I should have been like this place is gonna pop off at any time. I should pick a place <laughs> that's a little bit more stable. Uh, do your homework, be prepared, <laughs> navigate a little easier. That's uh, that's my story. <laughs> like, Mel Silva, if you're listening to this podcast, like how how a kid. I am now 22. Don't, he is now. <laughs> I'm now 22. You're now. Oh. Silva, was she Brazilian? Nah, she was Portuguese. 
that's well, no, but she was like from Portuguese port, conquered from whatever. Portugal. Like, oh, okay, got you. Not, like Brazilian. Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> um, I, I lost my place. <laughs> 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 and he's doing the math. She might be like in her mid thirties though. <clears throat> Maybe she wants you still. Early thirties. Mm. Oh no, I've seen her like on the subway by accident. Like question. Twice. Question. Did it happen? Oh, several times. Oh, <laughs> it was worth it. <laughs> it was worth the passport. He being actually played. doesn't regret it. <laughs> I regret. I, I regret that I couldn't extend it for longer. <laughs> I should have been able to play this game out for at least at least a year. Nah, you were too young. She seems like a good person. She really cared about you. Oh, we. It was great. Yeah, that's I, a deep. That's net, a deep. If I you, met, if I you're met. willing, see, that's get out. She thought you were in that situation. Oh, she 100 percent was ready to come rescue a nigga, like. <laughs> Her family liked me, and it was it was great. She's a gem. I generally feel bad about being me about you know deceiving her for so long. Maybe she's doing a therapy because you ever thought about that. I would that? not she be surprised. Be. Yeah. I, would I would not be, be surprised. Wow, no remorse. Mm -mm. Oh Thanks, man, Gabe. oh wonderful. She's a gem. Mm -mm. Maybe we'll reconnect later in life. I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> If she doesn't have shooters in the street looking for me. Shooters in the streets. <laughs> I would have told myself not to sleep in a park when I was 16. Because that had to happen. I was kind of homeless for a night. What? I know. I never forgot. I never understand. Like, he always mentioned that story. I remember <laughs> telling me that story, but I just never... Did you Do I just park? mention it and just not explain? You explained the story once, and oh. I just don't understand why, why it happened. I was... <clears throat> I'll sum it up quickly. Um, I was... With uh, because usually I'd stay at my my dad's place every other weekend. I'd had a a long term friend over there, uh. So we went to the movies, missed the the last bus, so we would have had to walk to either my mom's place, which was equally as far away from my dad's house, just wherever we needed to go. Um, I told my dad I was sleeping at the friend's place. The friend told his mom he was sleeping at my place, but I didn't know that. So we're both just kind of stuck outside. He's like. Our phones are dead. I don't yeah. know where to go. So we're walking, and then he just turns and sprints and jumps into a, a parking lot and disappears for a good half an hour after looking for him. And I find <coughs> out he went to a girl's house to go to try to get into to sleep over there and just left me. So I've been looking for him. She didn't answer the door, and we ended up sleeping in a park for like four hours. Took the bus, came home. That's sad. Question: Great. When your when like your friend uh like dismisses you like that for a girl do you get pissed that, or do you just like no you do you like i'm like i'm happy for you that you... i was pissed off okay <laughs> so like if he dies it's my response i'm i'm the first suspect <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna come to me of course for, when they come looking for fingerprints <laughs> you were the last one to see him where is he not wrong I'm True. not trying to go to jail. True. I'm trying to keep him, keep him, just get him home. That's it. <laughs> why, would, why would he die? No. Huh? Why would he die? He's a young 16-year-old with no phone and no mm. resources, no money. It's like home. But how you gonna travel with no, was, no money? See, <laughs> and this is a relatively sketchy part of town. Fair. I slept in the park once in Quebec City. Why? Didn't want, didn't want to spend the money on a hostel. I was with my friend. It was a hot summer night. It was fine. Who travels with money and still chooses to sleep outside? Uh, yeah. Well, because we stayed out all... We stayed out very, very late, and it was, like, almost sunrise. We we're like, we're, nah, we're not gonna... We'll just lay in the park, right? Like, you're not gonna pay how much for... 
and the reception of the hostel was probably closed. It was one night. Probably. I, I made it with a hot dog one night. What? No, it was Mean Girls reference. Come on. <laughs> one night. I got so sh- I was like, what? Oh, no, that's one time, not one night. Never mind. So, huh? we'll, <laughs> so we'll wrap up there. <laughs> Here's where we'll wrap up. Gabe, where can they find us on social media? They can find us on SoundCloud, The Brother Dialogues, iTunes, Stitcher. Tune in. Where else can they find us? Uh, Twitter, at Brother Dialogue. Singular. Uh, is that it? We're good? That's it? Instagram, The Brother Dialogues Podcast. podcast. Now, we're done. now we're done. <laughs> Our own personal Facebooks as well. You can also find us at Cameron Lishmore and Gabriel Broderick. Do you want them to find Half the Impeccable G on Twitter and on Instagram, gbroderick.esq. And where can they find you on Instagram? They can't. I'm a ghost in the wind. Yeah, we can answer him. See? I'm a ghost in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> and, where can, and, and Charlotte, do you want to plug Shar Shar? No, no plug. Shar Shar okay. Binks? Shar <laughs> Shar Binks. That's good. Yeah. Use you're that. You're welcome. No, someone's called me that before. Don't, oh. don't take the credit. Mm. Okay. <laughs> no, you tried. Uh, yeah, that's been a good episode. Thanks for coming. Mm-hmm. It's been funny. Thanks. Okay. It's fun. Okay, children. Remember, folks, stay alert. Stay safe. Uh, that's been the Brother Dialogues. I've been Gabe. I've been Cam. Yeah, See you. That's been Charlotte. Sure, sure. Sure, sure. Sure, sure. Peace. Okay. Bye. Deuces. See ya. Ship, 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 ship.